Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Dad's Beards Nerds News for July 29th, 2020, the semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Tommy, and I'll be your host for today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First story for today, Marvel's Avengers Beta Details Revealed by Matt Perslow of IGN. Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics have revealed new details about the upcoming Marvel's Avengers beta, including what mission types and characters will be available to play and how progress will be offered. The beta, which takes place throughout August, will contain four heroes, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and Miss Marvel. These can all be played in co-op segments of the beta, but you'll actually get a taste of Thor and Captain America 2 as the beta opens on the Golden Gate Bridge prologue mission that was shown at E3 and Gamescom last year. Each of the characters has three skill tree pages, but only one will be available to use in the beta. This will give you the opportunity to tailor the character to your preferred playstyle by tweaking abilities and skills. After the 25 minute prologue, you will have access to the war table and will be able to play through two single player missions featuring Hulk and Miss Marvel. The first sees them travel to the Pacific Northwest in search of the Olympia Archives and Jarvis, while the second relocates them to Russia to uncover S.H.I.E.L.D. secret hidden deep underground. One of these missions includes a boss fight with Abomination. After completing the single-player content, the beta opens up and players are able to tackle a variety of other missions in co-op or solo with AI if preferred. These are split into three types of missions, harm rooms, war zones, and drop zones. Depending on the activity, these can take anywhere between 10 minutes and two hours. Harm rooms are holographic training areas similar to X-Men's danger rooms and are wave-based challenges. The beta features three harm rooms with each escalating in difficulty. Complete all three and you'll be awarded a special nameplate that you can use in the full game. War Zones are dungeon-like missions of Marvel's Avengers. There are five available to play in the beta. The individual, loca individual locations and objectives were not revealed as part of the stream, but we know you'll face off both against both robotic and human foes. War Zones also include bunkers that contain loot and collectible comics, and players must solve puzzles to get inside. Finally, the beta will feature an unspecified amount of drop zones, which are among the game's shorter, more focused mission types. I'm so hyped for this beta. It seems like we're getting a lot out of it too, but we'll find out really how the game is when we get our hands on it next month. If you pre-order the game, you get early access to the beta. If you're on PlayStation, you get it a week earlier. All that. But, oh man, I'm hyped. I wish I could play as Thor more in the beta than just in the opening mission. But I'll take what I can get. Next story. Halo Infinite is partnering with Razer to release licensed Xbox peripherals by Matt Lorigan of XboxAchievements.com. Gaming peripheral maker... 
Razer has announced a partnership with 343 Industries, allowing them to develop licensed products based on the upcoming Xbox Series X game Halo Infinite. Razer is the perfect partner to help us deliver the premium gear we know our Halo players are looking for. The Halo Consumer Products team is focused on bringing the Halo universe to life and into the hands of our community, explained 343 Industries' Kiki Wolfkill. We're thrilled to be partnering with Razer to create this line of high-quality peripherals that embody the Halo brand while also delivering on performance our fans expect across multiple platforms. Razer has confirmed that all products will be forward compatible from Xbox One to Xbox Series X, and they will also be developing a line of PC peripherals as well. The Razer Halo Infinite line will be available in Q4 of 2020, presumably around the launch of Xbox Series X and Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite is among the most anticipated games this year with a rich community that has been yearning for custom gear, said Razer VP Bob Euler. Halo has rich, powerful franchise history, and Razer is honored to be working with 343 and Xbox to support its launch with the fan community. Look, I'm not sure exactly what's coming from this, but I'm sure we're going to see a mouse, keyboard, a headset, and maybe even a controller. If we get a headset, I'm for sure getting one. If they announce a controller, unless it's like unreasonably priced, I'm getting that too. Because your boy needs more Halo merch in his life. Next up. Games Workshop wants AAA Warhammer video games is signing new developers by Matt Perslow of IGN. Games Workshop, the company behind Warhammer tabletop miniature games and Lord Universes, has stated in its latest annual report that it aims for AAA Warhammer video games to be launched in the future and is signing new development licenses every few months. The report explains that Our goal is AAA video games. We have signed multiple licenses and we continue to negotiate many more. We will update you once they are announced. At the time of writing, we have 73 licenses and are signing new ones every two to three months. That is a ton. We already have an insane amount of Warhammer games available and it looks like that's not slowing down anytime soon. Didn't realize there were 73 licenses out. But if they're going to start pumping out more games and they're going to be AAA or really quality instead of just pumping them out left and right just to do it, then I'm all for it. But for real, can we get a Space Marine too? Like, come on. I don't think anyone would be mad at that. And our final story for today. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice free update to add Boss Rush... New Outfits and Remnants by Adam Bankhurst of IGN. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice will be getting a new update on October 29th, 2020 that will add a boss rush, new outfits, and a remnant system that will allow players to send messages to help others on their journey. As revealed on the Activision Games blog, the first part of this update is the Reflections and Gauntlets of Strength, which can be accessed through the Sculptor Idols. Reflections of Strength allow for players to take on any previously defeated boss. Gauntlets of Strength, on the other hand, has you facing off against Sekiro's bosses in consecutive battles. If Wolf were to die at any point, he would have to start from the very beginning. 
The Sculptor Idols will also allow for Wolf to change into three new outfits, including Tengu and Old Ashina Shinobi. Two of these outfits can be unlocked via gauntlets, while the third is unlocked by beating the game once. It should be noted that all of the outfits are purely cosmetic. Lastly, remnants are recordings of players' actions for up to 30 seconds at a time. After a player records one of these remnants, it can be uploaded along with a message to help others making their way through Sekiro. If a community member watches and rates a remnant, the owner of it will have their HP recovered for free. This stuff sounds pretty cool. The reflection system, that seems awesome. I know people have wanted to replay bosses for a while now, so I'm glad that's being added. And then you add that gauntlet of strength where you have to just fight all of the bosses back to back to back, and then if you die, it resets you. Like, that is a perfect FromSoft strategy there. And the Remnant system sounds really similar to what's already in the Souls franchise to send messages in the game for advice, and I'm all for it. They're making it a better experience for e everyone, even if it's just in minor ways. And that's it for the news today. Thanks for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, on Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, Check out our Twitter bio to be a part of our ever-growing Discord community, or on twitch.tv slash dadsbeardsnerds.